How are we doing, guys? A very, very warm welcome again to the Studio 7 Fitness Podcast with your host, Michael Lindsay. Hope all is good and you enjoyed the solo podcast last week. This week, so we're on to episode 15 um, of the podcast and it's another guest podcast and it's a part two with um, a fellow trainer, um, uh, also a good friend and all around uh, fantastic guy, uh, Mr. Alan Devan from Alan Devan Fitness and reason why we're going doing a part two is one you know we um we had a lot to talk about last time there's probably a bit more that we we didn't delve into but also he's just finished his first ever um men's physique show which was one of his goals this year never done it before and you know got in really really good shape and he ended up placing which is amazing and he got a couple of trophies which is which is brilliant so we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about the prep for it, which was very tough. And, you know, I saw him along along the journey and uh, ups and downs. So we're going to talk about that amongst other things. So, yeah, really looking forward to part two. And welcome again, Alan, to the Studio 7 Fitness Podcast. Thanks for the uh, beautiful introduction, Michael. It's great to be in here again on this part two, where I've finished my journey at long last. <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to touch on that because it was it was a long journey. I remember you, you were here, you were in episode six, I think, of the original, so it's a good few months ago now, and you're already kind of a good bit into it. So when did you actually, I know you bulked then, we talked briefly about it before, you went up to like, you were obese, went up to like 90 odd kilos, was it 92 or something? I peaked at 92 kilos, which was a record for me. Like, <laughs> And and then how long was, it was a long cut, wasn't it? Like, just talk us through that. I suppose it started um, It started with myself when I went down to Cork for a posing practice in April. Like mentally I was like, I'm ready to cut because my friend who competed in the show, Chris O'Sullivan, was a week from his show. And we both did a posing session with Alistair Hart below in the Body Image Fitness down in West Cork. And Chris was ripped and I just felt like an absolute balloon beside him doing the posing. So mentally I was ready to cut in. So I started like my own little diet which may, might have been a mistake. That's why oh, having an online coach like Wade Foster was great. So he put me cutting officially 16 weeks from the show. 16 weeks in. Um, and we'll talk about the physical side of that first um, in regards to the um, the training because I remember when you were up around the, the, the heavier weight and you were some squatting some serious load like and then as you started cutting, how did your training ch- change a little bit? Obviously, there was more cardio elements brought in, etc. when you were dieting. But um, did you just, just kind of talk us through that? I know when you've now started training again, you're starting to get a bit more weight again and you feel good for that. Did, did, did you feel the difference then in regards to strength? Oh, God, it's, it's, it's shocking how actually weak you get. It's funny, like you start and you're, you're so strong. For, for myself, like, you know, I was strong relative to my body weight. And I was hitting, like, I had a 140 squat, like, which is unheard of. By the it's end massive, of it, yeah. Yeah. by the end of it, I could not even squat. I literally, if I if you put me under a squat bar, I'd, a squat bar, I'd buckle. So I was just doing leg presses the last couple of weeks and leg curls, leg extensions, just anything just to get me through the sessions. And I was not enjoying them by the end. They were becoming torturous, to be honest. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I could see that. I remember you kind of the, you're quite weak there near the end. Now, just touching on that in regards to because you'd never prepped before for a show. <clears throat> I did a photo shoot um, for the first time, and uh, as you did, and no, I haven't done the show or anything like that. But just just talk the listeners through the difference from you know prepping for a shoot. Um, and then prepping for a show, do you feel it's a little bit more extreme for the show? Did you find compared to when you did it for the photos, or did you find a similar kind of? Um, funnily enough, I did my first photo shoot last um, August twenty. What are we now? Twenty eighteen, and it was nearly harder than prepping for the show because I was in a lot worse shape starting off, and I hadn't as long a time frame. Okay. Um, this actually wasn't that bad. It was only the final two weeks or so that I really, really found it hard. Like maybe, maybe two weeks of it, maybe a month or so, um, where you're cutting carbs for a couple of days. You get your refeed day, then your high carb. But um, they're very similar. Maybe there's a bit more cardio element added into a show, and obviously there's the posing practice, which is really important as well. Yeah, um, and we'll come on to that in a little bit. So. We kind of talked a little bit there about physical. Now, in regards to the mental challenges, um, uh, you mentioned it there in um, one of your Instagram posts. I think it was either before or just after, you know, from, you know, the whole new experience going on stage in the budgie smugglers and all that type of jazz, getting the tan on, um, uh, you know, man from South Kerry, from Paul McGee, um, you know, and seeing too many from that, the neck of the woods who have done it. And that's why I think it's great. And I'm always about kind of trying new things. And, and that's what I'm all about as well. So just talk us through that mental side. And obviously people saying, you know, what, what are you doing? Like, uh, what's the story going on stage in your speedos and all that type of stuff? How did that? It's gas. Um, I actually tried to hide it from so many people, especially in around my family and stuff. I just kept it kind of quiet. You know, so they all obviously follow on Instagram and stuff. But like yeah. a few of them... Um, knew what was going on my mother my auntie my uncle were all like what what's he doing like but the funny thing about it everyone was so supportive i cannot believe the amount of like positive um messages and like people really bought into the journey which is which is crazy like my instagram nearly blew up there like from messages coming into the show and after the show like it's it's funny how people buy into journeys i suppose people are curious it's it's a new uh event in ireland like bodybuilding's always been there, but like fitness model, men's physique is something that's just kind of surfacing. Mm. It was the first ever show in Ireland. And looking back now, I'm actually really glad that I went through with it. Um, there was days it was hell, but I've learned so much about the body now, like how to diet. And th- the main reason I did was obviously for, for personal satisfaction, but to learn and how to pass on knowledge to clients. Like if, it's the same as losing. What I did is the exact same. Say if you were very heavy and had a lot of weight to lose. The struggles are there. The It's all, it's the same process basically. Getting yourself into that deficit. Having the ups, the downs, the weigh-ins. Not dropping any weight. Struggling with food. Trying to train. Trying to fit everything. That's the whole reason. And at least I know now that I can pass on to anyone. Look, I've lost a lot of weight. You wouldn't think it, but... I've gone through struggles through and I can advise you and help you as much as you can. Yeah. And I think that's important where, you know, clients can see that and the clients, you know, are on a, a weight loss journey or a fat loss journey. Um, 
you know you've gone through the same process and it's the same you know when I was doing the the cut as well it's kind of you can now you know you 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 went through the process you had the ups you had the downs you had the mental and the physical challenges and you came through it and as you said I think at that as you said and that's that's dead right about the people kind of connect to a journey and I found that as well and um you know have you had you know messages from people then after saying do you know you know I'd, I'd I'd love to do something like that or or I'd like to kind of see if I can kind of cut my body fat down did you get responses like that since yeah I've had a few now of people that you like wouldn't suspect I might like there were like messages I might pick your brains and how to do it um yeah I suppose it's a massive uh it's a massive goal for someone like you know so there's not been too much but I know there's a lot of people who've mentioned it to me geez I'd love to try that now to, to see you do it and it just it's a massive goal and it's a personal milestone like and basically like it's it's building that resilient mindset is what i've learned most from it like it's, it's your mind you've to overcome literally your body will go wherever your mind tells it and that's the the biggest learning curve i've i've taken from competing and doing the show the mental side of it yeah um and i was actually talking to a client today this morning and we were talking about david goggins and we were talking about uh, talk about mental strength there. It's, it's, uh, but um, how you know you can do a lot more. Your body can do a lot more than you think it can do. It's crazy. Um, and how your mind a lot of the times is the one that tells you to stop and quit and fail because I oh, know you, you know you're done. Whereas if you if you could gain control of your thoughts, um, and as I said, you're you are the one in control of them. <clears throat> you know, you could your body can do a lot more. Is that you know, and so you've showed it kind of in regards to the servants, the same, you know, doing the shoots and this and that. You know, you can get your even in those times where you think you literally and you know, you know, we, we both I believe busy kind of professional lives, and there's sometimes I've been here half ten at night, just done a podcast, haven't trained. I was doing my thing and I, I got it done in the end and it was just that extra willpower. So, you know, and I said, I know kind of your mental strength, but, you know, just to touch on that, how important that is. It's, I cannot get over it. Like, literally, we've all seen the quote about how your mind you have to overcome. But, like, I've lived it now. There was even, was it the week of the show? I remember it was a rainy day. I had 90 minutes of cardio to do, like, and that's fine if you can go out on a bike route around Kilargan or Glencar where I'm staying or Beaufort. Yeah. That's fine. You you won't feel an hour and a half on a bike. But when you're in a gym on a wet day facing a boring old machine, I remember I got on the cross trainer after a minute and my legs were dead. I felt sick. And next thing, I just got off after a minute. I was like, I just can't do this. Next thing, I sat on the bike and I got 15 minutes done. Back to the cross trainer, another 15 minutes. Back to the bike. And eventually, I ended up doing 95 minutes of cardio. And I actually patted myself in the back. I was like, fair play to you, man. And I did my weights as well on top of that. I was like, I was shocked myself. And that's that's you, the limits you go through. Yeah. I had the end goal in mind. I just pictured myself being on stage and guys next to me. And they are looking completely out of place. And that was my main goal going like that. I didn't make a fool of myself. And after I did my first routine above, I was like really happy because, as someone said, I looked natural enough on the stage mm. and it didn't phase me, which was the biggest, uh, one of the biggest wins of the day. Exactly, and that was another question I had for you was, you know, when there you were side of the stage or the back of the stage and you're ready to go on, what was that feeling like? Brand new thing, you're in front of a, a big crowd, you're in front of judges, you've got a posing routine to remember, like just talk us through that and talk the listeners through that kind of feeling. Was it excitement, nerves, bit of everything? Um, I was very, very excited. And of course, having the name Devan, D, I had to go first in front of everyone. 
All right. <laughs> so first up, like my posing wasn't great. We did two sessions, but only for Wade and Chris Spearman coming over the day before we met them. We practiced. He tweaked it. Wade is brilliant at posing. Um, at coach, or Wade Foster fit. I think he's on Instagram as. He did a lot with us that morning and constantly practicing it. Only for that, we would have been lost because the posing is key. Everyone guy was in good shape, but like the guys who who posed a lot. They, they're the ones who obviously won it but like backstage was great because I'm a, I was a massive WWE fan like and I just felt like it was like <laughs> <laughs> my childhood uh, living up my childhood I was there and my, my budgie smugglers and my fake tan and I don't know what music they played but I went to get you know, got the or something yeah, like yeah yeah it was it was gas like looking back at it because you're oh, Kogan coming out the curtain like oh I, I was am a real <laughs> <laughs> I was a big uh, WWE fan, so... Same as that. Oh, yeah. I loved it, I loved it, I loved it. Crazy. So, look, I was really excited, but there was a, obviously a bit of nervous, like, because, like, you're, 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 you're out there in front of people. There was a big crowd, like, and the judges looking at you. But it didn't phase me. That's the one good thing. I was not... Obviously, small bit of nervous, like, but you, I was you excited. Need, you need a bit of that, you know, to, to actually get on the stage. You need the stress, you need the... Uh, but as I said, you, you know, it's how you deal with it. You, some people could you know crumble and forget everything and stuff but as I said you had the excitement you got yeah. it done with minimal you know as you said yourself tra- um, posing um, and you've come away with um, you know you placed which is massive considering that's the first one that's probably lads have done a good few more yes and uh, come away with a couple of uh, bit of silverware there so that was just that was an added bonus like just a, as you said yeah a little extra there it was that was you know even when I was there I was just happy to complete and, and not look like a fool you know so I didn't look out of place and yeah. after my first routine which was a way tougher category my sisters were there my my wife Sarah my sister not Emma her boyfriend Rob they were all watching it and like the first category there was guys in serious shape and there was like we were on stage for ages. God almighty, we were turning right and left. And I don't know my right from my left. Literally, I'm an idiot. Like <laughs> and you go quarter turn to the right. I just don't know how I did it, but I got every all oh, my quarter turns, because even Sarah was saying, like, Alan does not know his right to his left. So thankfully, whoever's up there in heaven, my probably my sister or my dad must have been looking down because I yeah. kept turning to the right way. And we were all flexing, and it's so hard. Like my quads, it's, it's, it's tough to kind of. It's not easy. Like oh no, <laughs> and an awful habit. Like, like listeners, there core control is huge. And Chris Spearman and Wade taught me that today before how to pull in your core. Yeah, because literally, I was sticking my abs out, and it always looked like I'd uh, like a beer belly. And you could be as lean as hell. It's just the way you present yourself, and it's all about breathing in and yeah. you know exhaling at the right time. So you have to constantly hold everything in place. Uh, not over flex but look natural yeah so it was great and it was look it's just an enjoyable experience all around yeah no it is a science in itself and i said wade as you mentioned there he was my coach as well through the the chris spearman um fitness um program so and when i was you know he again he, i hadn't done the stage routine but in regards to posing for photo shoots i'd never done anything like that before and again like that is is how you you know all those little tips it makes a difference you know expelling all the ox uh, all the air out of your lungs and then a little cough at the end and all this sense and I did it for only two hours I was wrecked after it you know it's not easy like no god it is fatiguing because like when everything's flexed and tight and you're like, kind of weak as well at the same time you know? yeah that's like that's one thing if I did do one again but I don't think I will because I'm happy with my achievement probably work more on pausing like we got our lessons and stuff but it was really hard because you're so tired you're trying to prep food you're trying to do your cardio you're trying to do your weights work a full-time job do yeah. all the other bits and bobs and 
posing then is probably the last thing on your mind but it, it's so key for for that kind of competition yeah if anyone's going to next time if i have any clients that wanted to do it i would definitely recommend working as much in your posing as as the cardio or the even the resistance training yeah no definitely and um you know massive congrats i said i was following i couldn't get up there i'd work on on that day but i wanted to just uh throw out the support and um as i said you had a fierce crowd up there which is great and um you know you then headed off to budapest for yourself yeah it looked beautiful actually I had a few people said listen oh, i saw alan's story it looks unreal over there yeah i went after 16 weeks of being hungry i went to hungry <laughs> uh, i was just the ideal time um budapest beautiful city i didn't leave it hungry anyway and <laughs> what, <laughs> was it, what was it like actually not before you got to budapest you'll just go back a tiny bit that night after a shoot and you went all out for dinner did how was that food tasting did you did you go to town or um i did i did i won't lie um uh, during the day you have to be cagey because you don't know what to eat but it's funny like I was eating a lot of rice cakes and jam t- because it's funny when your body's depleted of carbohydrates and you have a bit of sugar you you just tend to blow up you yeah. see all kinds up there there was guys having donuts uh, pizzas the night before you see all different like uh, all different uh, yeah like methods like different methods by guys so Haribo's uh, rice cakes and jam and a lot of coffee during the day be careful with water you actually you know you needed water with your carbs so sipping away at water then at the end of the show then i just had like i had a fruit bowl i wasn't eating much fruit so i really enjoyed that yeah. a couple of vegan protein balls and then that evening um all the spearman fitness academy went out for dinner treated by chris spearman three course meal and even on the way home then like he's going back into old habits so i had to stop in a centra shop by the couple of protein bars and yeah. When I went back to my sister-in-law's house, then I started reading the press for a bit of chocolate. <laughs> but then Sunday, I was kind of back a bit healthy. But like when you're eating out all the time in Budapest, it was hard. Like so, like I was eating foods that I I wasn't eating all along, yeah, like yeah, yeah. steak and you know a nice mix of stuff. But look, it's hard. It is hard because like I'm eating a lot more now again. But you have to be careful because no, like everything my body was you know depleting and, and our survival instinct from long ago like if i eat too much food it's going to hold on to and store as fat yeah yeah, yeah. So that's so what happens reverse kind of dieting now. so i have to be a bit careful like it is hard now like to be just like prepping food again and watching what i eat but look i'm sure i've gained a bit of body fat the last few days but yeah. i am i'm enjoying my week and exactly and, and, and so you should after that long you know um, prepping as i said the same you know you have that little blowout it's natural and then you know you know you're back on track and you're that type of person now you mentioned in your stories on your way about um goals and and that was another one checked off and then you said okay i'm into a new goal now you don't just have to say what it is but it's you're in a new training block you know you're starting to build up a bit of weight again in regards to yeah. load and lifting is that you know and just talk a little bit about that about goals because some people can say i've kind of reached it and then they they, they, they kind of leave everything off then whereas you're like okay yeah brilliant checked it off good experience on yeah. to the next one back into the training but just with a different um a different goal in regards to your training now yeah so look monday morning um i got back in the gym i even wanted to go sunday but like i said i'd leave it off so monday morning got back in the closest gym around the corner from the radisson blue in budapest where i stayed and i got into i'm going to do my goal is probably just help my club now in the local championship and i really want to peak for it and i want to train myself like as an athlete for 12 weeks so I started Olympic lifting, so snatching. Uh, I started following a functional hypertrophy block. So for any GA player, it's a good system. 
and even starting my run running last night, um, lactate work and aerobic glycolysis work. So you you have to tie them in. So this uh, new block is to test myself, see can I peak for a football championship, and the reason I'm doing it is obviously for myself to help my club, but to see how it works and if I want to, I will work with athletes, so I want to see how good it how good it works what i tried i can pass on my advice so i'm obviously doing it for myself and then to see what knowledge i can gain for clients so i have a 12 week plan now to see um it'll change after a month i'll go into more max strength work and atp cp work you know all this mike your top quality snc coach then i'm going to do obviously some speed work and reactive strength in the last block of it so see can i get myself up to speed because i've been out of the game for almost two years so I have doubted myself about this new goal. I was like, is it big enough? But you know, it, it is really because it's a good challenge again for me. It's completely different to what I was doing. Exactly. And as I said, a goal doesn't have to be, um, to, you know, huge or new or, you know, um, you know, and as I said there, it's to train now as, you know, as an athlete, you've got the knowledge, obviously. So it's, you know, putting that into practice and just it'll be interesting then to see as you prep and as you said you you change your training as you get closer to to, to competition time um and you know with that little bit more power etc and just to see after those 12 weeks how your performance has changed um and that would be very interesting for you and also as you said to pass on to you work with athletes you work with teams already so um again it's experiencing it and being able to then say i've, I've gone through the process and these are the results that i had you know um uh, are you doing any kind of pre and post kind of testing stuff with yourself or any kind of um, um that's where you might have to come in on but you can test me <laughs> my one rep max and stuff and yeah, uh, yeah we can do that have a look at my my techniques and stuff but uh no i'm excited like no I'm, like there was a few days there even when i came back to Budapest, there was mentally i was starting to slump on the way down from dublin i was like oh my god all this it's all over now like yeah you yeah. know this sh- like going away is so good for your brain like this is for anyone though. Book a trip away. Like you saw when I was away, you could see probably my mood from Instagram, oh, yeah. how happy I you was. Buzzing, yeah. I was buzzing. Like I was getting through audio books, reading books. My creativity levels had gone through the roof. You're just getting the slump when you're at home. Like yeah. no matter what you do, work takes over. No matter how positive you are, like God, like you're back into it, and you just it's time. I am back to work now tomorrow for the winter period. So. It's a busy time for for, for fitness people. Like, oh, so. it's, uh, without a doubt, like, but like we've again, I have a couple of trips planned away before Christmas, just small little days away, and uh, yeah. thinking of upskilling again, education wise, just to keep myself. You have to keep yourself, you know, keep pushing yourself because you can't go static or stay in a slump. You're much better off. Your brain would love to have a goal to look forward to, something to look forward to, to keep you going through the the dark days which we all have exactly exactly and um just you know that was massive um i spoke to sean taff there um and you know he was on the podcast there it's and a couple of weeks ago he was saying that you know in regards to up you said they're upskilling and continual professional development um you know he you know i think it's a minimum of three courses a year that the, his employees go on that he funds you know it's just always on the upskill always and it's that great mindset of um, trying to <clears throat> trying to increase, and it just not only that, it just gives you a boost of energy. It gives you like that extra, you know, because there's been times, there'd be a few years there, but when I was working before, you know, where I didn't do anything, and I felt like I'm falling behind here, and I just had to do something. That's when I started, you know, I did the SNC and, and all these other bits. So I'm starting doing a, I'm I'm doing a H dip now up in Dublin now on Saturday, uh, next Saturday, 
um, doing that. So, and I'm buzzing for it because it's been a while since I've been out of the classroom. You know, I can try to do some online stuff, and I'm so busy, it's very hard. So, it's just, just get a bit of contact time, and I think it's great for the mind. Um, no, it's amazing. And you're, see, you're meeting new people, you're getting new ideas, even from the show. Made a couple of friends, or like call them friends now because we got on so well over the weekend. You're just meeting new people, getting new ideas. Like, every day is a school day. Yeah. Any trainer who thinks they know everything, just forget about it because you're always learning mm. it's all the fundamentals are there the weed is there but like there's always new ideas new things to try and that's why i love being my own guinea pig that's why i'm trying this new new plan now myself and who knows what i'll go after next it's just to pass on some advice and of course you're obviously getting personal achievement at the end of it yeah um and just um talking about doing new things and you know we have similar mindsets in that and you know um i've got a few bits to add now to the vision board going on in the next four months and then into 2020 um and you know how you know we can get stuck and i've been stuck for a, a few years before and <clears throat> now i'm starting to you know i said that creative mind is is going and just want to talk to you a little bit about that about how we you know we are generally pre-programmed a lot of people live in their subconscious mind from you know up to the age of seven we have these programs that are just repeated and some people are kind of stuck in that and they don't you know tend to be able to get out of that um but just you know i always telling people to try just do something new even go home a different way you know things like that just change up things that you do change those habits um and that's where magic can happen and you know that creative juices can get can kind of get flown type of things so just looking at your thoughts on that really michael you would not believe if you saw my vision board, I'll probably just share it on Instagram, even though it's very personal. I have a photo of myself. I got it uh, when I signed up for the show of a guy with a trophy ripped and a judge gave him a trophy. I know it wasn't your man was probably a winner, but that's one vision that came through. There you go. I remember we did a similar course and I asked you to email me the certificate you got. So I edited your name from it and I put my name on it and I put it on my vision board. And yesterday I got the result of the exam. It was a repeat exam. I do fail a lot, quite a lot. Yeah, and and, and there the is yeah. my certificate. Like it's on my vision board. So I'm actually quite scared of like it's great. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen like t in the right time or when you're expecting. But like when you put stuff out there, it's dangerously like it does happen. Like and that's yeah. negative thoughts. Yeah. When I've talked bad about stuff, it generally comes comes true. Yeah. When I'm positive about stuff. It always tends to surface like so. I tell you guys that law of attraction is definitely there, and there is something behind it. Definitely, and we'll go into that in a second. And just actually got the hair stood up there when you're talking about that because, <clears throat> you know, as you said, failure is feedback, and what you did was a perfect example of of how you react to failure. You know, I remember you coming down on the train the first day, and you, when you when you know, and it turned out you didn't pass one element of it. You got the theory, but not the practical, and you were down on yourself, and you were sick, and oh, man. we talked about it. But then, you know, obviously you had that, as the same as I did when I thought I kind of messed up the practical that time. Now I, I just, I bypassed it just enough. But, um, you know, then you're like, okay, you know, I'm gonna get the head down. You know, going to practice, going to get the theory, going to nail down the coaching models and technical models. And then I was doing a little bit of prep within. I could see the shift in you in regards to when we were before. Not that you, you knew the stuff, but it's kind of, you know, you kind of have to kind of go through the, the, they have certain models and stuff that you have to work through. And then the second time I knew that you were definitely, you know, and you'd put the effort in and you were probably more, 
positive going up and then even though you thought you kind of messed up a little bit I was like you might be a bit too hard on yourself because you know your your technique was good and your knowledge was good you had had the models off and then it turns out look you, you passed but that's a perfect reaction because someone could have said oh no fuck this I'm, I'm you know I, I'm not going to do it again and, and uh, I've had enough of this but you kind of know nope, look it's there it's a goal I have and you went and got it well exactly done. and like no and thanks for your help and that like um it's mad because even I did the exam two weeks ago on top of everything else. Like with right the, in the middle of prep for a show. Like yeah, it was an ideal timing. And I worked my butt off. Like I got you to help me. And I was, every, I surrounded myself in like Olympic lifting. I was listening to podcasts. I was everywhere I went. I had my book with me in the car. If I, if, if I was pulled over at a petrol station, I would pull in for five minutes, read the notes. That's the way I learn. I have to make myself obsessed with the topic. Yeah. And even I went into the exam, I visualized nothing but positivity. And I came out and I was deflating and I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm after messing it up again. But thankfully, I didn't, I was probably just too hard on myself. Sometimes you can go, you can be, you can aim for perfection and there's, there's no such thing. So yeah. got that result yesterday and I'm telling you guys, get yourself a vision board because you'd be surprised at what, what can come true when oh, you yeah, put it out there. Those things that come true and, and, um, you know, talking about law of attraction again. Um, the last guest I had in Sean, and and we actually you, you were mentioned a good bit in the podcast when, when you listen to it back. It hasn't been Can't it would have been released by the time this is out. It would have been out, but um, you know, very very um positive guy in regards to mindset. Does um a lot of mind mapping and that type of vision vision boards as well. And we talked about um law of attraction. We talked about and he mentioned it actually before I did. He was literally kind of saying stuff before because he had that same kind of um you know, uh, mindset, which is great. And, you know, he's a great mentor to have for what he's achieved from where he, where he began and where, where, what he's achieved so far. And I'm sure go on to do a lot more. Um, and we were talking about how, you know, you've got, you know, a lot of people see the top of the mountain and they want to get there tomorrow. Um, but they don't really want to get out of bed and put the effort in sometimes. So I know we kind of probably touched on it briefly on the last podcast, but it's like, it's all about action. It's okay. You know, Laura, I believe in law of attraction, but it has to be action towards the goal. It's great, oh. you know, rather than because if there's no action, it's just a wish. And like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then oh, okay, it's fine. It's not, I'm not too fussed about it. Do you know what I mean? So action is huge. Like, oh, hundred percent. Like, um, that's where I play went down before. Like, you you say stuff and you put it out there and you expect it to happen, but like you actually have to go and do the work as well. Like, and when you just keep knocking on the door, keep showing up. Like it's not going to happen straight away and it mightn't happen the way you want it. But when it's out there, eventually it does come to the surface. If you really want it bad enough and work hard enough for it, it does come. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, I just want to touch on something. I suppose it is it is a serious subject. And um, I did a, an Instagram TV post about it. Um, Brilliant. I've seen it. Now, by the time this comes out, it would have been a couple of weeks ago. But um, it was talking about, you know, this, my own... <clears throat> own struggles with with mental health issues and everyone has it um and you know to various degrees and we all have we all are down we all have you know you four out of our, our base emotions and our negative emotions so with one being happiness so there's a lot of times that you know as part of life you can't be happy all the time but um obviously when it gets down to a more of a you know a chronic kind of a long-term thing um about kind of reaching out and i suppose we've all been there and you know you've probably gone through some times as well over the years and um you know just to kind of breaking that taboo of you know it's okay to, to to kind of talk it out and there was a suicide awareness day recently and we've we've both had um you know over the years uh of i think everyone's been touched by it so just your kind of um your little view on that alan and um and, and kind of mental health and today's society really and the pressures that are out there yeah definitely um 
it's obviously huge nowadays um i'm glad that people are a bit more open about it like uh, in the past i suppose people were trying to hide it a lot but like you just have to get out you have to talk to someone like it, i even had like struggles there during the summer hard to believe when you see me like and you see the instagram and the happy face and and whether to turn it on but like even them exams there i was going gray from the show even i was actually really anxious looking back now like it was like you're filled with anxiety without even noticing it like like the minute the show was over i was like a new man i was back to myself that's what i said to my coaches look to be honest with you i feel like my personality's changed i was telling him i was constantly edgy and he goes but that was all to do with the f- lack of food and you know you do go through struggles when you're when you're dieting like but mental health is is huge nowadays and i just love people if they could just talk to someone i remember during the summer i had so many struggles and i talked i spoke to you about it yeah and i i spoke to a friend um in tralee the o'sullivan about stuff and i'm telling you it's like the world is lifted off your shoulders when you mm. speak to someone when you put it out there and then i started joking about the problems i had and that even made it funnier like you know yeah. something that was nearly making me cry one or two weeks later i was joking and laughing about it and it's all just like a lot of it is you're creating your own problems yeah yeah and you're catastrophizing that um you know you're you know sometimes looking far too much into the future like i had a bit of an incident there with a with an accident there um and i i didn't tell anyone about it um really and all of a sudden i've blown it up into this huge thing and i've i've gone to the worst case scenario straight away and um you know it turns out it wasn't as bad as i as i thought it was um when i talked to things like you know i said it's you then i said it's paul and people in my inner circle and um you know we uh <clears throat> we talked it out there's a you know it's a problem shared you know is a problem halved i know you've heard it before but it's true like i had this massive weight you know didn't even say it to my parents um don't think i've even, I haven't even said it since so hopefully nobody tells them um, but it was it was it was something i'd probably blown up and in the end no one died you know nobody got injured it was you know it was just something that could have been and i thought you know i just spiraled out of, you know out of it and then when i kind of offloaded a little bit of that stress there was other things going on as well um that was just one 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 and it kind of as i said when i spoke to kind of a couple of people in you know my circle and they were like actually if we break this down rationally and that's what i kind of tell people to do and i was even ended up in this spin myself um not heeding some of my own advice but um that can happen and it's just you know you can't they can eat you up and it can um it can lead you to to withdraw a little bit so as i said in my in my video it was like you know if you get a kind of an inkling and, and if you know people well which you you know friends and stuff you'll know when there's something that's not quite even if they say yeah, yeah i'm fine you can probably get an inkling and if you have that inkling just kind of ride with it and say do you know do you want to go for a coffee and we kind of talk it out and stuff like that so no it's um, it's, it's key though because like obviously this year a really close friend of mine and was really fond of him had obviously mental health issues and he passed away from us this year like and it just no these things when they happen it just makes me really motivated to help as many people as i can to speak to people and then when i have my own struggles just to put it out there i still hide a few things away but i'm getting more and more open the whole time like i'd say it like you know just i'm really anxious today or i'm not myself like but you're not going to be happy every day and that's no. something i used to always try to be i said like even people say you're not yourself like and i used to be like trying to be happy all the time you can't be like you have to have, i think it's great to go down a small bit negative mm. and then come back up because you realize jesus that was no problem at all no yeah. issue like and you've got a lot more um it just makes you more kind of grateful and, and i stopped you know just because 
again so busy and not given time for myself stopped stopped doing some gratitude and stuff in, in my journaling i'm back into that now the last few weeks and it makes a big difference just to kind of oh. <clears throat> you know make make sure you know you've got a little, so many good things happening in your life and you, you do you just it's natural for you to jump to the to the one thing out of the nine things that are good um and as i said like that and as i said you know, i'm doing you know i do like yourself positive stuff all the time try and be as much as i can but it just you know we're, we're human and, and you're not gonna you know one's gonna be up all the time as i said it's it's always going to be rain in there but as much as we can get the sunshine in there the better and and exactly you know if we can talk it out if you can um you know do stuff for yourself be a bit more mindful a bit more grateful um you know that's only going to lift your spirits and you know life isn't easy you know it's not um no. you know nobody's nobody's got it got, got it sorted like you know it's everyone's um even kind of you think people on instagram and it's you know ha, has has life sorted they've got the same exactly the same issues and stresses as you have you know someone could be you think is in great shape they're looking at somebody else and thinking oh geez i'm not in as good shape as them do you know that kind of way so it's mad. Ev- everyone nobody's nobody's you know you know i said as you said earlier perfection is is, is doesn't exist you know you know you just do as best as you can do um and just as i said strive to be as, as good as you can be and try not to seek happiness in things and, and try and just uh, as i said it's, it's 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 kind of looking what's around you what's within you and um you know, as I said, if people can be more aware of that and if we can kind of make any help with that, then, you know, as I said, that's what we're about, helping others. And, and um, Exactly. Mike. It's actually one thing in my personality I really enjoy about myself. It's not, I just don't care what other people are doing, other trainers, like even at the show there, I, I could see everyone, oh, people saying, oh, he's in better shape than me. I would just focus on myself and it's something that I've had to work on. Yeah. But like, I don't compare myself to anyone. I'm just happy to do my thing and, I'm much happier when I do that then. You know, yeah. I, I always say control the controllables. Yeah. And comparison is a thief of joy. What a great quote. It's so true. If you're constantly comparing yourself, which I used to, I used to be a jealous little boy all like, yeah. and give you out about everyone and jealousy, but no, no, I just focus on my own goals and then you just see everything else prosper around you. you you'll enjoy it when you achieve something and it's definitely, if you start focusing yourself and stay in your own lane, you'll be much, much happier. And that's a word of advice. There you go. Listen, listen to that, guys. He speaks the truth. Uh, ADF, um, Alan Devan Fitness, check him out. Um, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about alcohol, Alan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, great stories. Yeah, we've got some stories over the years since I've known you. Um, oh, man. And uh, we've had some good nights out and this and that, some good, some good crack. Now, you decided to say take the pledge or this is going to be forever but you, you you stopped alcohol beginning of this year wasn't it yeah um, was yeah. there anything that triggered that alan was it a bad hangover one day was it just you felt the fear or that come down after alcohol what was it just kind of talk us through and just talk about because you've had a good few you know you've obviously had you know you always have pressure on people like why aren't you drinking this and that yeah uh, you've been at weddings and you've been at your sister's wedding and, and you, you were fine and as i said you're you're happy out and i say to you know you know necessarily need the alcohol but um i said you used to you know enjoy a few pints and talk us through that decision um um yeah it was it was like it's a combination of events really like it, it started kind of last year i was at the ireland all Blacks game i was going to copperface jackson like i was just stopped by a bouncer like and he was like can't come in you've had too much to drink and I just that kind of triggered it I remember the following day going for a walk on my own and kind of gathering my thoughts and saying god like he made me just feel so powerless like in that you know I it wasn't even drunk but like like someone said that you can't come in you've had too much and it's kind of almost like taking your your power away and then 
there was a hangover then the following month I was out with one of my friends in Tralee and we woke up in an absolute mess like we were just so both of us were bad like we were like teenagers puking and we had to go to a monster game on a bus full of lads like and everyone was drinking and we were just there dying away like and um it's just a combination of this and not night I was trying to get a taxi home and like I just felt you know like I completely lost like my lost control not control but like I had no I wasn't in control of my life if you know if you know what I mean it's yeah, like someone yeah. just took it from me and then just I said I'd enjoy my Christmas and one night I just I'm doing dry January now I have a friend's birthday but I'm going to be there and be happy then I said I'm going to start on the 2nd of February my friend's stag I'm going to break out and go on the on the the, the lash and Bathroom. I didn't and I had a great night and I, was, I had a trip to Manchester for a Paris Saint-Germain game I went out with friends and again I said look I won't bother drinking and now it's just like I could not think of anything worse but like it started about nearly you could say six or seven months nearly a year ago you could say because I used to be out say in the grand now even a work night so and I used to be in there and I was just like the whole environment like this is not me do you know I was like it's great I love it like but like there was just yeah I kind of detached from it and eventually now I pulled the plug and I don't think there's any turning back no I there is no turning back you see you got to convince your mind uh, yeah exactly and just for guys who are listening and girls um who who would like to do but feel like there's a lot of pressure a lot of peer pressure a lot of um you know they might think i won't be able to you know they have the same experience and people might think um you know what other they, they, they're worrying about what other people think and that's what they shouldn't do but if people are, what kind of tips would you give to those people who would love to do that and uh, and do what you're doing um and obviously there's just a lot of pressure especially over here you seem to be the focal point is the pub and uh, and that type of thing and how you can kind of break that 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 kind of um you know that thinking um and that stereotype you know you see what i found is that there's nothing i wouldn't do with old alcohol like i chat to people i go dancing very sociable and since I gave it up, actually, my conversations with people are much better on nights out because you remember everything. Yeah. You're way more alert the following day. You've less, like, burning in your chest, like, and... At, you're fresh and going training. You're fresh. You can constantly train, like... Um, and then, at the end of it, the money side of it, which is something I'd never motivate me, but, like... Save a fortune. Yeah, disposable income. Because I'd go out in the night out. I'd be like, Santi, I'd be buying random people <laughs> drinks, like a fool, like, for no reason. A couple hundred quid. Yeah, down, like. easy, like, 150, 200 euros. And, like, for what? Like, and like I wasn't even enjoying nights out. No, no, I like going out. Yeah, yeah. Because before, because I was always wanted to train, I'd have to plan my nights out to the T. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, you don't have to give up alcohol, but, like definitely the benefits of it are absolutely huge like just ask yourself is there anything it's making you do you like or dislike and weigh up the pros and the cons and i'm telling you there's a lot of pros to like reducing your alcohol intake and to giving it up altogether if that's in your mind it's something i do i do suggest trying yeah um no definitely and if you want to you know i said some more tips um you know, you said on the first one, but just to 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 let the the listeners know again where they can uh, can find you. Um, and you know, Alan is also uh, an online coach as well, and and he takes people through um, plans, I think it's twelve week plans, and you can kind of um, talk about that now in a second if you want, Alan. Um, and obviously, you know, nutrition, alcohol training is is all involved there, and um, and just from what you know, knowing you, and you know, this this 
every other Instagram personnel is 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 a PT or an online coach. So, um, and they're selling plans probably without you know any <clears throat> you know might not even know um, know exactly what they're talking about either. They might not even be a proper PT, but just from yourself and what you're giving, I know from you're always going that extra little bit for them. You're always you know having people you know contacting people you know checking in you know you're like you know not just an online presence you know you're you're, you're there every step of the way so um just talk to guys about that and where they can find you and that uh, and the website and a little bit about your online yeah um it's at alan Devan fitness on facebook instagram you know, i'm on twitter as well and Devan pt i think so i use twitter as quite a bit as well even snapchat i'm on all those i have a website but it's it needs a bit of upgrading it hasn't been everything's instagram nowadays and the social media is yeah, taking yeah, over yeah uh but the online coaching is just i wish myself i hired a coach years ago yeah and i'm still continuing with the coach we've i signed up for another two month block again because it's just the accountability is amazing like yeah. do you know to get your plan there and not having to worry because i do so many plans myself and like it's so nice to have something to, to answer to like it, it's absolutely 10x my results having a coach and I suggest it to everyone. If if you want to succeed in some area of life, get a coach. You know, everyone has one. You'd be surprised the amount of people who have coaches and business coaches, all different types, mindset coaches, like yourself, Mike. You know, we we, we all need someone to be accountable to and someone to talk to. So, yeah, um, sign yourself up to some coach. It doesn't have to be me, but if you're looking for real results, properly guided, guided to whatever goal, be it big or small. Go to someone who's been successful in that area and sign up with them and you will get results 100% once you're willing to put in the work. They'll guide you or I'll guide you. <laughs> <laughs> Alan will guide you. Go, yeah, you could go there. But as I said, yeah, and that's perfect. And I said, we, we're coaches, but we invest in other coaches because, you know, as you said, you can't, you find from PTs where it's more of an ego thing that, that I know everything, but we don't like, and I've been in the game nearly 20 years and there's loads I see and I'm learning each, each, each day. Um, that's why I'm always trying to, to see, you know, see what I can learn next, see what I can listen to, see what I can read next. So, you know, it's not a sign of weakness, you know, it's a sign of power, actually, it's a sign of growth, isn't it? You, oh, you yeah. want you want to improve, you want to get better. Um, so investing in somebody who specializes in something that you want to get to is, is a no-brainer, really. So um, if you <clears throat> definitely um, check out... Um, Check out Alan's page, as I said, and follow his stories. This serious crack. It's <laughs> the one thing that won't change, and you know, having the fun because it's important. I think exactly, and that's what it's all about. I mean, that's what you know. You want to be enjoy life, enjoy um what you do, and you know, and if and if it's a case where you're going day to day, and you know you're not enjoying what you're doing, you know, you just feel like you're stuck. You know, there is there is ways out. There is ways. Obviously, there's loads of. Um, other things that you know people have going on in their lives which is which is true but just in today's society and just in regards to technology alan as well um you know there's so much more accessibility now for for changing careers changing you know ways you do things if you're because you'll be working for most of your life so if you're if you're living for that friday friday at five o'clock and dread dreading sunday evening then you know that's going to be a fierce issue because um mentally you know, you go and have a blowout then the weekend and then you're not right till Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? So back to square if you're, one. If you're on that wheel all the time, that's not in regards to mental health we touched on earlier, it's not good. Um and um yeah, so what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, the old uh, we can call that the same shit different day uh, wheel, <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah. know. Yeah. What a horrible saying, like that people are really missing the point when you're saying that, like, because 
every day is different every day is a, a new beginning a new chance like you know get up there to get your your gratitude journal out i know it sounds silly but it's it's so so good when you if you actually set yourself like say like i said in my instagram post set yourself a goal for the following day so like today now i had get up i was supposed to meet a friend but he he couldn't make it unfortunately but i had you penciled in like excited for podcasts i'm happy and grateful for i have a podcast and a coffee with my friend today like literally things never really go wrong then if, if you know what i mean like say, yeah. when you when you were a child at christmas morning they could go to bed at five o'clock and they're up at eight because they have the excitement of christmas yeah, yeah. i love that analogy, you, sh- yeah. you should have it like like think of a bride they probably sleep about two hours night at their wedding yeah and they're up and they're out all night then celebrating and having the best day of their lives it's because you've got a purpose you've something to wake up to drive you it's it's when you're in that slump and like nothing you don't have to plan everything like it's great to be spontaneous but just having something to be grateful for having something the following day that excites you it could be watching like i had a simple thing like watching the rest of creed too the Rocky Balboa yeah, yeah, yeah. i watched half of last night and i was fell asleep and i was like excited for the following day i had that down in my my MIT, my most important tasks. Yeah, yeah. And I listen to my gratitude. So I actually write it the night before the things I'm grateful for, and like I, yeah. I do it in the forward. And so I'm happy and grateful for that I'm waking up fit and healthy, and I haven't had a sick day in six years in Europe. Like you know, yeah, yeah. The placebo effect is dangerous, guys. And what you convince your mind to do, as I said earlier in the podcast. So set yourself an intention for the following day. Be be grateful. Obviously, like you're always gonna have the ups and downs, but if you stay true to your your vision, your purpose, and like the intention you set yourself, you'd be surprised at what what you can achieve in it from a day to day basis. And how even a, a cold Tuesday in November could be an amazing day. Exactly, and that's what you get a lot of. Oh, to just get you know, we've all said it. Oh, so, you know, the weather's bad, it's gonna be cold, and you know, if you start, you know, we we are the narrative, and you've probably heard it before. We are the narrative we we, we tell ourselves. <clears throat> And if you keep on telling yourself that, you know, you're going to be, you're not going to wake up in in good form. So, and I think I touched on it on the last podcast, it was kind of like, you know, remember the last time you woke up on the right side of the bed, not the wrong side, you know. So I like that. It's kind of like, you know, we always feel, we always remember the time, oh, I feel crap today. Whereas there's a reason why you don't feel good. If you retrace your thought processes, how did, what were you thinking about last night before you went to bed? And I asked this to my life coaching clients and they're like, yeah, I was, I was having a negative thought process the night before. So, you know, it's not rocket science then that you wake up in bad thought because that's what your subconscious, that's what your mind is thinking all night long is marinating these these thoughts. So what Alan said there was perfect, you know, and that's what, you know, I do as well and tell people, have your gratitude journal there beside the bed. What are your intentions? What are you grateful for? Um, you know, what what have you learned? What have you accomplished that day? Give yourself some, some, some props as well about not like you know the 10 things you've you know you've done well you always remember the one thing that you didn't do or, or, or did badly so you know give yourself that positiveness at night time have that structure for the next day at least you now know mentally then that's what you're going to be thinking about all night and then you're going to wake up with that with that you know positive um thought and okay i'm going to go and t- attack the day and make it mine rather than being you know dragged along by, by you know by external factors i suppose exactly as they say um when you're writing your own story don't leave someone else hold the pin and that's like looking at social media last thing at night you could be looking my me in budapest and i might be annoying you but you could be waking up where if you cut social media maybe half an hour before bed and keep i can keep the phone out the bedroom i know it's hard like my my alarm is like a night day alarm clock that i got that wakes me with a bit of sunshine and I've Google Home in the room with me. I don't bring my phone to the bedroom if I can. I just find this distracting. Yeah. And I always try and put my phone on do not disturb or airplane mode by night. 
So the minute I wake up, if I don't go out near my phone, I don't have like notifications flashing, which could set you up for a negative day. I could I, I get plenty of negative comments on social media, and if I'm seeing them first thing in the morning, my mood might completely change. Mm. So definitely, guys, there's a uh, loads of ways. It's a, it's a never ending process and a learning curve, but step by step, we'll get there. We will, and um, Jesus, we're nearly an hour there. We're talking away. We can do this. Uh, hopefully, we're part three now. I'll say. Um, but what I wanted to like I remember the first podcast I asked you about you know those three questions now we're not going to necessarily go all three again because you gave us the answers but since I spoke to you last time have what have you kind of watched or heard or read in regards to kind of books audible stuff that you were like you know this is really good stuff what have you learned a lot from I know you watch a lot of you know the documentaries when you're doing your cardio during your prep yeah you know the all blacks this and that um and um yeah just maybe for the listeners if you had any recommendations for some of that stuff uh Mike I'm actually really enjoying your own podcast as you saw it last day you were beside Lewis Howes he's absolutely brilliant um I'm getting back into podcasts and I always have an audio book or the borrow box apps really go from the, the library if you have a library account there you can get books for free um, just finished one on the All Blacks, the secrets to success. Like they might be sports books, but there's a lot of knowledge in them for life in general. Yeah. So that was one I finished. Um, Lewis Hall's podcast, your own podcast is really good. Um, I'm listening. Cheers, mate. Appreciate. I'm, <laughs> I'm listening to a lot of uh, Chris Spearman's podcast is quite good. Um, Ben Pakowski, if you're into the fitness, he's is really good. And then I'm reading a book called The Dirtiest Race in History. Um, just got that on eBay so um, I do a bit of reading as well by night so yeah it's exciting there's always uh, ways to learn and even Netflix is something that I've learned from the cut that it's enjoyable yeah yeah no there's a lot of good stuff on there I listened to one I I watched one there on minimalism but also one on heal which was really interesting it had Deepak Chopra and all the and all the those type of people on it talking about the power of, of the mind and how you can heal sometimes physical ailments through not just your standard kind of um, medicine and how powerful that can be to, to, to train your mind. Um, and so I recommend that one for sure called Heal, um, H-E-A-L. And um, the other one on minimalism was just quite interesting about how we how we tend to, you know, live. Um, what was it? Well, it was a quote at the end. I put it up in my story. It was something like, um, lo- was it love people and use things instead of the other way around you know so it's kind of people tend to go for things 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 oh yeah and stuff and if you looked at your you know um you know i had a massive clear after not just because of that but you know it's just that you know we have a lot of stuff we don't use and it's like what you know why do why do we get it like you know material things yeah but um brilliant um yeah we could wrap it up there we're just just under the hour so um and um so definitely there could be a three four and i'm sure there will over over the coming year or two as as long as the podcast keeps running and hopefully it will for a long time yet but um just yeah massive thanks uh buddy for coming in and you know only fairly you know home from holiday and stuff like that so great catching up um appreciate it and again a lot of knowledge a lot of content there guys that i'm sure you'll get from it and if you do you know, you know, definitely, you know, go and go and check out Alan's stuff. Um, you know, he gave you some of the um, where you can find him um, on all on all platforms, really. And you know, if you like the podcast, just you know, pop it up on your story, tag it, tag the two of us, Alan Devan Fitness and Studio Seven Fitness. It'd be great, and we'll we'll share it on our own platforms. And if you can rate it, yeah, 
Um, I think that was worth a five star, don't you? Oh, five star review all the way. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, share, and there's been some great feedback from the podcast. So I really appreciate that. And you know, it's um, it's something you know, just you know, early on, I'm still kind of getting my way around it. But um, you know, enjoying enjoying the process, enjoying getting you know people like Alan in uh, onto guests, and you know, just just to have positive people come on and um, talk about their experiences and just give some give their own content. And you know, you can only you can only be positive. Listen to this man beside me, so uh, and that's that's why he's in he's in my inner circle, anyways, um, because you know you, you know he's always going to be someone that you can go to, and and you know you can say we've both been there for each other in that way. You know, I've had some you know dark times in the last year or two, <clears throat> and and Alan was one of the first people I I would go to, um, and you know same you know um alan coming to me he knows i'm always there you know to 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 listen and that's what you know we always we, we learn how to speak we learn how to spell and all this type of stuff when we're young but we never learn to listen you know never taught sorry to listen and listening is a huge skill i think um and one that you know is a, you know is, is kind of rarity sometimes people tend to you can tell when people are only listening to respond you know rather than listening to understand so you know, I've been told I'm a good listener, so um, that, that that's always good. You know, to have someone like that to, to, to bounce off. You know, as I said earlier, it takes the weight off your shoulders. And come here, actually, that's funny you should say that because I heard a quote that I'm hoping to implement: "The most interesting is the most interested." Love that. And last words: up the kingdom, saying no <laughs> to five in a row. <laughs> you. Um, this will probably come out afterwards but yeah best of luck to Kerry and hopefully by the time this comes out Sam Maguire will be back in the uh, sunny southwest it will positive vibes there we go there we go let's stop the five in a row and from, from a Mayo fan whilst Kerry and my second team now um, but uh, yeah thanks a million bud and um, yeah this will be coming out soon and thank you for coming in buddy and we'll talk to you soon take care bye guys